Welcome back to We're Just Talking, and this is your season finale of season one of We're Just Talking. Yeah, this is it. We uh, we kind of established a schedule with our producer early on, but we didn't really, I guess we just got so caught up in recording that we didn't realize how close like the ending of season one is. But typically, from what I understand, podcasts do like a 15 episode season, and then we go on a short break. Really short. It's only going to be about two weeks, and then we'll come back with season two. Um, we're super pumped about season two and what that has in store. We'll talk about that a little bit later but before i forget all the things that i want to talk about on this episode and this episode like i think should just be like a shoot the shit type of thing what do you think yeah that's i didn't really have anything else yeah planned. i'm not sure if you did no i didn't for uh, once uh, i didn't have an agenda other than this well i would we'll make an announcement that we are of course partaking in a nice bottle of pinot noir um this one is called adele yeah and um just you know filling everybody in on that in honor of the queen adele yeah i guess honor of the queen yeah queen b hail to the queen mm-hmm yeah, so we're uh, we're literally just talking on this episode. It doesn't have a topic. It doesn't have... Uh, we don't have a guest for once, which I feel like we were really heavy on the guests towards the end, which I was super happy about. Um, but we needed to kind of touch base with you guys and, you know, come back to our, our home base and just just chat we figured we would just kind of have a conversational type podcast to wrap things up and then give you guys some teasers for next season yeah no absolutely um we're gonna keep this one just real casual and for a lot of you who know us and hang out with us um this is gonna be kind of like we're all having a conversation together yeah just Um, hanging out like over dinner just hanging out over dinner right now. anybody that's had the unique pleasure of having us yes hang out with them for dinner (laughs) um but but just for one though just a a quick recap uh one i want to shout out and give a thanks to all all of our guests yeah. that we've had through season one. Um, it has been a ride. It has been absolutely amazing. Learning experience. Learning experiences, um, you know, getting to know other people and other, you know, just other types of business, businesses and, you know, types of drive. And, and all kinds of things people have to offer. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been absolutely amazing. I mean, everyone we've spoken to, I mean, again, just like absolutely, absolutely incredible and honored, honored to have had them, honored, honored to have been able to be able to share the moment and the glad that they gave us the time of day absolutely (laughs) to uh, just have a conversation um again we're just talking but um it's been absolutely amazing and again carl and i just want to you know shout out to you guys and say thank you for everything yeah every single guest was great and um, and i just i feel like when we first started this you know, certainly we welcome the opportunity to meet new people and kind of broaden our horizons and, and learn. Certainly, I know that that was part of our pilot episode that we want to have a learning experience, um, this and that. But I never thought in a million years we'd meet the people that we've met so far. Like, it's so cool. A lot of the time it ended up being like a social media exchange or like, you know, direct message that just kind of turned into episodes for us. And it was great. Um, We were able to get a pretty wide variety of guests on here and, you know, different stories, different vibes. And it's just been every and every single person that we've had on has been just a delight, like just so sweet and generous with their time and helpful with us to get to get some guests on here, valuable guests onto our first season. So for that, we're super grateful. Yeah, absolutely. And um... And Julian is currently rewatching watching uh the super bowl the super bowl because he's in really the really the pit of despair about sports i just wanted to see entertaining you know sports yeah because we just don't have a prop a promise of an nfl season just yet i mean or is it 
they didn't. No, like it's still going on. They're not going to do a preseason. But to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then at the NCAA, you know, talking about postponing the fall, you know, fall sports, including football. You know, what one second the Big Twelve says, yeah, we're we're canceling football and all all fall sports, and then literally a day later, they're going, you know what, never mind, we we, we changed our mind on that. Yeah. So we'll, we are going to play football and have all the fall sports. I don't understand how anyone's actually going to play football because we started watching Hard Knocks last night. Yeah. I love Hard Knocks. Um, and this season it's uh about the Rams and the Chargers, and it's funny because yeah, they you, just went like California. Yeah, yeah. You, you go into training camp with these guys. Well, you're, I mean, you're watching, and normally, you know, it's 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 training camp. You know, it's, you know Smash Mouth football. Yeah. You got a bunch of new guys on trying to make a team. Now, I mean, it's like that, but not really because everyone while playing football now has to socially distance themselves. So, I mean, the NFL, you know, in to create a safer environment, um, you know, canceled all the preseason games so that when, you know, the NFL goes live first week of September, um, you know, they're going to be able to, you know, play. But it's like, all right, so we're going to play without fans. And it's going to be the first time these guys are ever coming in contact with each other. Yeah. Like, that's dangerous right there. You yeah. Know? But, I mean, that's that holds true for every everything that we're trying to, like, start up again. Schools and, right, you right. know, everything. I mean, it's just, like, it's really bold for most people. I mean, even though this is a pandemic and even though a, a disproportionately large number of people are affected by this virus, I think it's just people just get delusional. Because if you don't have six degrees of separation with somebody who had it or or where tragedy struck because of this it's almost like you just don't believe in it like it's crazy and i have to constantly remind myself like you know when i'm when i'm frustrated by the restraints and frustrated by masks and things like that like yes knock wood a thousand times i haven't been directly affected by this pandemic but like to just totally you know ignore the rules and and parameters that are in place would just be like such a big kick in the face to these people that have lost loved ones or who are suffering immensely from this or who have an ongoing you know disability because of this disease like it's just like you know it's not really about you and i feel like that's you know that's kind of the message across the board and people fail to obviously in this country fail to understand that it's not always just about you. <laughs> right. I mean, again, I, I got a notification earlier on my phone saying now the U S is back up to what? 1000 deaths a day on average uh, yeah. due to this virus. And I know New Jersey was like trying to keep it the rate of transmission below one person, 1. 1.0. Cause that's like one to one. Like, right. so for every one person that gets it, one person is then infected by the person that has it. Like, I think that's how the science goes, but I know that, our governor is working on uh, keeping an eye on that statistic statistic before like reopening, you know, indoor dining, things like that. And quite frankly, I mean, everybody's hypercritical of all the state governments and how they're handling things. I think that all things considered, Governor Murphy's doing a great job. I mean, the fact that New Jersey is on, you know, the up and up as of right now. I think is is a reflection of how he's been handling it, and but I also think that there's so much unknown, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, I, and I never thought we'd get to episode 15 and still be here. <laughs> like yeah. I never thought. No, and it's. I mean, I get it. It's it, it's extremely frustrating. Everyone wants everything to go back to normal. One, nothing was ever going to go back to what normal used to be. I think there's going to be some good that comes out of this, but right now the most important thing is getting out of this pandemic. Um, you know, and, and establishing that new norm. You know, yeah. to where we can enjoy our lives again without thinking. You know, certain things here and there. 
You totally. Know? I think I think we're changed like permanently though. Completely agree. And, and the thing is too, if you go out like so, I, obviously in New Jersey, um, a lot of just outdoor dining, and there's you know certain bars that are open that serve food, quote unquote, that like you can hang out outdoors, and it's it's almost more relaxing because you can go there and you're getting a table, yeah, and you're gonna be distant. You're not gonna be you know pushing on top of somebody, right? Yeah. Pushing through a crowd, getting into getting into arguments with people because they're you know they're pouring all over you. So mm-hmm. it's almost a good thing. Um, and and I think like we gotta take we gotta put the human element back in business and go maybe it's not a good idea that to jam jam our, yeah. our facility yeah and 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 you know people will have an overall i mean i personally will have an overall better experience if you're far away from me like as another human well, well right like everyone should be in there for paying if you're giving you a business money like let us have our own experience inside like i don't want to go inside pay money and be ran over yeah you know by other or be people. in a dark corner like yeah right, right or be stuffed in a dark corner like that's one that's obviously now we see that's not healthy yeah you know um, recycled air Ew, if you think about like how many times people cough and sneeze and shit and it, it just gets like circ- recirculated exactly it's but also so like for, even for safety like you know what happens if there's a fire yeah One well those, they, i mean you know, they have fire codes and you have to stay they do but i mean the thing they is push it for if sure something was to happen yeah. fast like you, you're trying you're gonna try to get all these people out there people are gonna run on top yeah. of each other they're gonna react in a chaotic manner yeah um yeah but whatever i'm so fucking tired of talking about this fucking mm-hmm. pandemic no like, i know and you know obvi- i feel like we bring it up just because like i just said julian was watching the super bowl again because we're still being affected by this like yeah. you know in every aspect of our lives like we just can't there were times where the two of us would be coming home from work and we'd be like do you want to meet for dinner somewhere and it's like you can't really do that like for the most part you have to make reservations or you have to even see if the restaurant's open well like it's just not that simple right and that's the thing too um you know getting into the fall as the weather you know yeah. late october early november it's gonna it start get cold. getting cold so the thing is like all right businesses are you right. guys then gonna accommodate your customers are you gonna you know are you gonna build heat lamps you know are you gonna are you I gonna mean, have some kind of measures in place to continue to run your business, or are you just gonna be like, well, it's cold, we still can't allow people inside, therefore now we're gonna shut down? Yeah, I mean, I all the respect in the world to these small business owners right. that have been making those changes because yeah. that is not easy. They, I am not they've under been doing any, a good job too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not under any you know guys that it's that it's an easy job to like because I know like some of our friends are in the industry and they talked about how some of their employers you know invested in tents and fans and certain other stuff to make this livable because they have money well spent big parking lots you know and they're just like okay it's going to be a thousand degrees under this tent if we don't like have air circulating so they've really like pivoted well for this like I think I mean I for the most part, I mean, some businesses have gone radio silent, but it's also because they're, you know, really old business. They're super financially stable and they can just be like, yeah, we're going to close for the whole year and it's fine. Not the case for most of these restaurants. So I'm curious to see, you know, especially with the flu season coming up, like it's just one hit after the next. And like we thought for sure, like, I mean, I know I'm sure we joked on this podcast back in like April, like, oh, haha, it'll be done. But and it's like still not. <laughs> it's, it's still not done. And, and there's no end in sight, really. Yeah. It's just recirculating over and over again. So it's kind of like, all right, we need to figure out as a, as a world what, yeah. what we're going to do. You know what? Some some countries figured out like New Zealand. They're like, what, yeah. they're like what pandemic? <laughs> Although they, they did have, have no they had cases. some sort of issue. I read recently they had they had uh, a couple cases pop up. And I think their response to that is to just shut everything down for however many days because it was like you know they're like we're not trying to make it any more than these cases right which is pretty crazy but julian and i wait so this is this is kind of funny something real quick yeah i'm sorry no i just want to to continue add on to the business thing Mm -hmm. small 
Yeah, so I was, what I was going to say was that the small, like, so local businesses, for example, small businesses, bars, restaurants, you know, one of the things that I'm sure they've learned outside of this pandemic um, is the fact that, you know, if you once, you know, had a certain capacity due to wherever you can fit inside of your, your establishment, now you realize, well, wait a minute, I can actually probably double that just because now I can have people inside and outside if, you know, we're allowed to have indoor dining ever again in our existence. But, um, you know, it, uh, like I said, even, you know, with my job, um, it's made everybody realize like, wow, like what you can do being kind of like restricted um, in the creative ways you can come up with, you know, ideas to be successful. Um, and I think, again, given the circumstances, I think we found a lot of ways to um, be safer uh, and to be smarter, more efficient. And again, let, let's keep the customer in mind, um, you know, and, and their uh, well-being, you know, before anything, you know, just knowing that, hey, instead of jam, you know, cramming a bunch of people into one location, let's spread them out. Let's keep everything smart. Let's make sure they enjoy the experience, et cetera, et cetera, you know? Yeah, I think the big takeaway is, you know, a lot of these places had unused space, I guess you could say. You had like a, whether it be a garden or a patio or something like that, that they've turned into, or like even a parking lot that was part of a leasehold, something like that. I know in our area, parking's not too much of a problem in most places, those exceptions being Asbury and probably like Red Bank, that area. But a lot of times they could, like a lot of uh, restaurants have their neighboring parking lot that they can use for like set up tables and have everybody outside and then just do street parking, um, which I think has been really successful. I know we went to a restaurant and and uh, Red Bank that's like Asian fusion and they use their whole side parking lot to be outdoor dining and everybody just parked on the street. No, and it was great too. Underneath a nice tent, service has been excellent. I mean, um, it was really hot, but other than that, it was good. I mean, because <laughs> it was during heat Carla, wave that you, we went. Yeah, you and the heat. I love the heat. No, it was too hot. It wasn't that hot. It was so hot that day. It was so hot that day. And like, I'm all for heat and summer. I'm all for it. But like, when I'm sitting still and sweating, I, I don't like that. So you're right. I don't like extreme heat. Okay, I don't understand why the house needs to be 65 okay, degrees. Okay, we've, when we've it's gone over 70 this. 70 degrees outside. We've gone over like, this a hundred times. I mean, it's anyway. Moving on. We um we had so I I think we mentioned this in a previous episode. So when we came back from Wilmington, North Carolina is like a hot spot, I guess, or New Jersey considers it a hot spot. So when we went to Wilmington, when we came back, we had to quarantine and Julian and I decided to get tested too, just to be on the safe side. I know that that's not foolproof because apparently there's like a two to 10 day incubation period, but either way, we got tested just to be safe. And uh, it's funny, we were watching on Hard Knocks last night. These football players are getting literally the most gentle nose swab I've ever seen, like just, just to the inside of their nostrils, like, you know, nothing too invasive nothing too you know painful or crazy and they were cringing so hard and i'm like these men like get laid out every day and they're like freaking out about a simple and like it begs the question like do you ever clean your nose because these doctors like were swabbing them in such a way that's just like routine cleaning like it wasn't even like a deep swab but anyway we when we came back we got tested and it was really unpleasant like i mean i won't be dramatic and say it was the worst thing i've ever experienced but it was not fun i mean it wasn't that bad like people said that it's it's painful or it's the most uncomfortable thing they've it's ever really felt. uncomfortable like yes. it's definitely uncomfortable and it's not ideal but like it's only maybe 10 seconds max and yeah. it like pain like it it's not painful. It, it, it more just, like it just, just feels very weird it tickles your sinuses to the point where you feel like you have to sneeze like i felt like i was going to sneeze out the, the swab the whole time that's what it felt like and then throughout the day i had that tickle back there because they had like i guess irritated the tissue or whatever but it was not cool not pleasant don't recommend if you don't have to do it don't do it um yeah so we did get tested we know what that's like 
tested negative, obviously. Not obviously, but we found out shortly thereafter that we tested negative. Um, and, and plus, just, just to say it, like I, in Wilmington, I felt we felt very safe. Like everyone was, I know, like, for example, wearing masks when we were there yeah. was like new to everyone down down south. But like, I feel like everyone did a really good job. And a lot of... For the most part, yeah. Uh, for the most part, right. And a lot of um, establishments did have, like still had indoor dining, but everybody was spread out the entire time. You know, and it, yeah, was, you like, could it tell- was like limited capacity inside as well i mean you could tell that they weren't mask pros like we are like there were there wasn't like not that there was people like deliberately like not wearing a mask but you could tell that it wasn't as second nature as it is for us well well right because like, they're in the earlier stages when, right when we went down there um i think they just had started wearing masks because like they had a spike um an increase in um in the virus yeah you know and uh, patients testing for testing positive so right when kind of like the northeast was starting to like kind of almost figure it out in a way and kind of level off and balance out like that's when kind of certain like southern states for example um you know had like an increase in in um positive tests i think just due to the fact that you know they weren't as restricted for a while as we were here in the northeast like northeast here everything was locked down mm-hmm. like super locked down i mean you still have a lot of things locked down for example yes we have outdoor dining but you still don't have indoor dining and gyms gyms don't exist unless you can somehow build an outside area to work out in yeah but like inside gyms don't exist yeah but at least they're not supposed to yeah i mean i just think that what 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 is not the case is that and i feel like this is just i feel like a broken record saying this but what i don't believe is the case is that the positive testing is purely a result of more testing. I mean, I just feel like that's asinine and that came out of a certain occupant of the White House's mouth a few times. But um, anyway, no, I think I think what it comes down to, like, yes, obviously, if you're testing more people, there's going to be more positive tests, obviously. But I don't think that those two things are correlated. I mean, or there's no causation between those two things. So in other words, the increase in positive test results would have happened regardless of whether or not there was more testing happening prior, if that makes sense. Like Julian said, you know, they were they were less locked down. So they were more, you know, prone to getting getting the disease and obviously then testing positive for it. But to blame uh, the increase in positive results on the testing is just silly. Well, right. Especially when it comes to like a population, right? If your population is actually larger than another population that's being tested, then, yeah, you're going to have more positive tests than that population. Right. Regardless. Yeah. So which is just like <laughs> you have more positive tests. Yeah. It's kind of like. It's like saying, yeah, we have more positive tests because we're doing more testing yeah. compared to what you're doing. So therefore, you're showing as less positive, but it's only because we're doing more tests. Yeah, it, it's a- it's just yeah, you're going a circle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with these people that really are like set in that belief. Like you can't. I mean, there's no arguing. Well, so I mean, it's not worth it. There's still, and you might be out there, but there's still some people who think it's all a hoax. And for example, no names, but um, you know, I have I have um certain family members of mine who you know made a post the other day, and it's kind of about it being a hoax or whatever. Or it's you know. How about we lock down? How about we lock down Facebook? How about we do that? Right. Facebook is the most trash social media platform. I mean, we should just lock it down. Um. Yeah, we should. I mean, or or just like completely censor like what people say. Like, oh, that's a really dumb comment, so you don't get to post that. But like, that's not well, how yeah, censorship. <laughs> yeah. But um, another... as I was saying, it's it's kind of funny because I had a family member who posted something basically saying kind of like this thing is you know the stage, whatever this that the other. I get it. Um, and certain people do believe that, but then it's like, yeah, but didn't your like you know one of your family members like have it? Have it. Then what was the reason for that? So, that was a hoax too? Yeah. Okay. Um, Did yeah. that person go to the doctors and use valuable medical resources? Okay. <laughs> no, it's only it's only real when it hits home. 
for these certain people. Right, right. Well, I also, another frustration of mine too, I noticed, um, you know, yes, like people, in my opinion, like aren't doing a very good job at social distancing. Um, social distancing means you shouldn't become, you shouldn't be in within six feet of somebody else, right? Yeah. If you have a mask on, that doesn't like mean it's okay now to be within six feet of somebody else. It also doesn't. like on a regular day, I don't want you within six feet of right, me. Right. Like even before this. So Right. But the whole thing again is you're supposed to maintain six feet social distancing and also wear a mask, right? Yeah. I noticed that like I'll see people and I notice that they maybe have a mask on, but they're right on top of the other person, which again defeats that social distancing purpose. Yeah. Another thing too is when someone's wearing their mask, and I get this too, and I see this all the time in like the working environment. I understand like if you're working and you're moving around and you're trying to breathe, it can be difficult to breathe at times with the mask on. I completely understand. I got it. But when you move, when you take the the mask and you pull it down underneath your chin, or even if you don't have it on your nose, it defeats the purpose of you wearing a mask at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now the fact that you're having you have a mask on wrapped around your chin. Okay, so you have no mask on. Um, oh, it's it's your mouth is covered, but your nose is exposed. You have no mask on. Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing that I think um, we, we get too lenient about is allowing each other to kind of like, hey, dude, like you know, like I see you have a mask around your chin, but that that serves you. You should just throw it away because yeah. it does. It's literally doing diddly shit right now. I've heard similar science about the glove thing because if you're wearing gloves and touching everything, it's the same as not wearing gloves and touching everything. Especially if you touch your face. Because you're transferring yeah. no matter what. So, yeah. I don't know. My nursing friends feel strongly about the whole glove thing and the people that are in the grocery store touching every piece of produce with their gloves on, like as if that's helping anything. Yeah, no. You know? I don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, enough about this. Fuck, I can't. This pandemic is just... But anyway, um, so, yeah, NFL season, really not sure about that. Our tickets got canceled to Indianapolis. Um, and, of course... Just like every other venue and, uh, you know, Ticketmaster, all those, SeatGeek tried to pull some shit and just say, like, oh, we're going to give you a credit to SeatGeek. Like, no, you're going to refund the money. Like, that's what you're going to do. You can refund, you know, 110% of what the ticket value was. But, like, the prospect of me being able to go to a live event, whether it be music, sports, whatever, are slim for the next, like, year. You know, so it's like, yeah, we could be in the same the same spot in a year from now. Yeah, it's like I have no use for your for your seat geek credit. I really don't. And like for you trying to pull that shit and be like, oh, you, you have to respond to this email within five days or, or your chance to get the money back in cash is, is gone. Like the, that type of energy we don't need in, the, in this atmosphere. We really don't. I mean, 2020 has been hard enough, I think. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So are we done talking about this pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I feel like it just it just links into everything because everything that we talk about and the reasons why I you know do certain things and the reasons why we are where we are is because of this pandemic like i mean right i mean right and i you know we we found we found ways obviously this summer um all of us have been able to enjoy our summer you know and and, and yeah you know, at least a little bit right and, <laughs> and, and you know enjoy ourselves i mean to, to the most part i haven't felt this summer restricted at all in any way other than the fact that if we're talking about going inside an establishment or maybe going to a nightclub or something like that, it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that, you know? Right. But like for the most part, I haven't felt really, you know, tied down. And I think another thing too is a lot of people were getting comfortable with doing, um, you know, small house parties inside, small house parties outside, you know, social gatherings. And it's been, it's been amazing. Um, you know, at least we've been able to do that with each other. But at the same time, you know, were we maintaining our social distancing, quote unquote? Like, no. You know, were, did we have masks on at these events? Like, probably not, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, hopefully, you know, we get to a point where, you know, there's either a vaccine or there's a way to control this thing a little bit better uh, to we all to where we all can kind of, you know, continue to go on with our lives. Cause... Can you imagine the 
the BS that's going to come when there's a vaccine. Because that in itself is a whole thing with people. Well, yeah, apparently Russia says they have a vaccine and they're, I guess, deploying it to their population <laughs> well that might be true but once but, once we even if it's a russian vaccine that we get a hold of you're gonna have people that are like well i'm not doing that it's like yeah and it's the same people it's the same people that want to go outside without a mask and you know think that this is all whatever like they they just want to go and do and be on their merry way and do and you know i is my personal right to not wear a mask and this and that you're the same person that's not gonna want a vaccine so i'm just really all set with you before that even happens right like, but uh, okay i'm but, just calling it <laughs> but if you don't want a vaccine and you get it then i don't want to hear it yeah you know um i know a lot Unfortunately, there's no way to like do that. There's a lot of people and there's a lot of people other than this, you know, we'll say this establishment of our government that was the same way, didn't really believe it. And all, guess what? Yeah. got it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying that we should run out like as soon as the pharmaceutical companies come up with a vaccine. I'm not saying run out and get it immediately. Like, obviously you want to let, you know, thin the herd. It's Darwinism. Let the first couple people get it. But eventually like, you know, it's going to come down to just, it's going to come down to any other vaccine. Like you should get it, you know, whether it be a strain, like, you know, this particular strain like a flu vaccine is what well yeah but the flu is a different strain every flu season well, so this could be the, this could be a different COVID-19 true. Every, or That's COVID-20 true. COVID-21 you know yeah. every it, this could be a thing that never ever goes away I don't think yeah. it will go away and I think when you get the, the flu vaccine you're kind of taking a gamble like the, the epidemiologists are like this is what's likely to be a problem this season so you should get this vaccine but it's there's like no guarantee no yeah it's like that that's the one that hits this like, is one strain of what yeah. thousands so i don't even know yeah. i wouldn't be able to give an accurate like so good luck yeah <laughs> that also might you know th- that might be subject to fact checking i'm not sure i'm not a medical professional so i don't really know but likewise so a lot of our friends um you know we've been talking about the fall and like what we're going to do we're certainly going to be recording a lot that's for sure we have a lot of uh fun topics and guests and stuff that we want to have on the show but you know with football up in the air we don't know if they're going to be playing if they are going to be playing if it's going to be like a regular schedule if it's going to be you know less games like we don't know what it's going to be like so like my friends have just been or our friends have just been like in a panic like what do we do in the fall because up to this point every fall we do like football parties we do oh yeah it's always a blast it's every weekend we all rotate like where who where we watch the game who we watch the game with like whether it's at a restaurant somebody's house whatever typically at somebody's house like i know we've hosted football parties several times here and uh really blown it out you know done a bunch of food and like hanging out drinks um so i said to i said to my one friend you know if we don't have football i guess we're gonna do like a movie night which i think would be cool don't you think movie nights yeah Yeah. like do like pick movies like really good classic movies or whether it be you know even around award season you could do like all the nominees for like you know best movie or whatever and watch um, them like each week. Like we we talked about last night. We talked about watching the live action Mulan right. when it comes out on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we can do that. I mean, I think I think the, the crucial part too is making sure that everyone again is continuing to get together and yeah know, to to live our lives safely. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. In I don't know. Like even if football. So right now football's a go. But the thing is, there's no fans, and I don't know if anyone's been watching baseball. Oh my I've, been, god. I've been watching it a little bit, like just because it's like, oh my god, sports. And you know what? It's not that bad without fans. But at the same time, I'm saying it's not that bad without fans. But guess what? Yeah. It also sucks without fans. It's, it, it's just well, <laughs> to be fair, and I'm the, the, a little biased because I hate baseball on TV. I like live baseball. I will watch live baseball, but baseball on TV is a bore to begin with. Yeah, it, it's it a could, slow game. You know, 
it right if it's one if it's a normal exhibition game, it's not the playoffs, and it's just you know a normal you know Tuesday afternoon yeah. when they play. I can they play sports at that time. Yeah. Um. You know, and they're talking about you know nothing really. So now you don't have <laughs> fans. To make that more interesting. So now it's really like I didn't think it could get more boring, but now it is. It's really boring. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 I still enjoy watching it. Like if it's on TV, I'm watching it. But am I really in the game? Like, no, I'm, I'm not really in the game. You know, um, you you really realize how much crowd noise. And again, I'm over here at Carver Center. I'm watching the Super Bowl um, Chiefs first 49ers. And I'm, I'm looking at the crowd noise and how just loud it is and how everybody's into it. Like that makes like that's a huge part of the game. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like now we're, we're watching these these games and the teams are playing against each other and you know it's not terrible like i was watching hockey i've seen a little bit of a uh, little bit of basketball it's still good like you kind of forget that you know, the crowd isn't there so it's really not that bad but at the same time when you're looking for like that energy rush or that adrenaline pump you know with uh with a team and something that's going on you're looking for crowd noise it's just not there it doesn't exist and it's kind of like ah, this is well at least this basketball is, this is not uh, great <laughs> basketball is another one where i'm like if you just tune into the last two minutes that's all you need to see yeah and then even but even, hockey at least is fat like it's fast paced like yeah, everybody's moving yeah, all the time yeah. and it's you know well we're ranger fans and they got swept carolina but which was really tremendous in, in, in watching those three games without fans honestly like it really wasn't that bad without the fans but then again like i said when you're looking for that crowd noise or that that push or that you know adrenaline rush you know with what's going on like it just wasn't there you know it's which again is a huge part of it yeah true i mean yeah so i think we're just proactively coming up with things that we might want to do another thing is that i've appreciated is like the slowing down of things like we've been able to kind of really hone in on our friendships and like be with our friends and like you're kind of forced to talk to each other more like you know whether it be like dinner party whatever it is that we're doing like you know you kind of sit and hang out and chat because there's a nothing on tv b nowhere to go you know see i mean you can't really be around people you can't just like on a whim go out and you know get a couple drinks at a bar or whatever you know so it's been kind of nice uh kind of slowing down and like being with our friends and stuff no it has, it's it's been great and i i mean like i cherish every moment we get to hang out with our friends and yeah. you know and, and do things um Again, you know, this whole thing has really made us realize, like, when you can't see each other, how much we value, you know, friendships and family and, and uh, being able to you know, be together with people. Yeah. We uh we have some trips booked. We just booked a major one, which I feel like is highly controversial. Well, do you want to tell everybody where that is? Yeah. Well, one, it's also because we can't go to Indianapolis anymore. By the yeah. way, that was an Indianapolis Green Bay Packers football game. Yeah, which would have been great because I've never been to Indianapolis before. Or is it Luke Oil? Luke Oil Stadium. Luke Oil Stadium, yeah. yeah. I went once, but I didn't like go, go. I, I stayed overnight in Indianapolis, like yeah. driving. I've never been. Um, so that would have been cool to go there and see. Well, any NFL game is really cool to see live, obviously. Especially like in like a like a dome, though, like a arena like that. Like I find. Of fo- course, like we pick one of the domes to go to. And yeah. It's like I've, there's the chance of like having fans in there is zero. So <laughs> I, I find the dome atmosphere, though, like almost more electric electric right because you're kind of enclosing a dome it's a little bit louder and if yeah what do they call it in uh seattle yeah but that's not like well it's it's weird centrally field it's, yeah but what it's do they a, call it there they call it like something man 10 the 12th man 12th man yeah that's but that's just part of the seahawks like fan but base. isn't that a fun isn't that a function of it being like super loud and like yes in there but, but it's not like a enclosed dome though oh but yeah it, it's it, it, it's just the way the um the stadium is, is built but yeah. yeah it's very loud in there yeah um like that is is a huge energy rush um 
it's awesome. You know, like being like any, I'm sorry, like, so I'm a Giants fan, you know, um, and like MetLife Stadium, like Giants games, like I've been to a bunch, like they're, they're good. They're fine. I mean, the Giants suck, but like, um, you know, for now, at least hopefully they, they turn it around eventually. But like, I mean, they're good, but like they're, they're nothing compared to if you go to maybe Green Bay or oh my, well, Green Bay, is right. Legendary. Or if you go to like where the Falcons play or if you go to a dome or if you go to somewhere where like you know the fan base is super hardcore I mean even you know what maybe I'm talking shit about my own team even when we went to the uh, the Jets Packers game at MetLife yeah I thought the Jets Packers game was more electric than any damn giant game I've been to maybe that's just saying something about the <laughs> team yeah but, and it know? also was like you had the Packers playing in the snow which I mean the last Giants game that's what I, yeah, the, yeah that Giants game yeah, it was yeah. like more you know and the, yeah, pa- and the yeah. Packers were in contention to be really good they were that good that year they so. were yeah so and you also the thing about Packer fans is they're everywhere so right but, there was a lot of Packer fans in Giants stadium but even um even like the Jets fans when they're like J-E-T-S Jets 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 like that that was cool I'm like I'm in the Giants like what do we have like we don't really have anything like that yeah but once you're good you'll see it come out I mean we won two Super Bowls we were yeah, good yeah. in the past you know how many years yeah since 2007 Seven, one, and we have to keep hearing about that until they're good again. So until they're good again, yeah, we'll we'll be back hopefully. And then mm-hmm. Giant fans will will roar again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Roar, roar. Giants, that's what they do. Yeah, but you know the thing is though, Jets fans have been horrible. Oh, not excuse me, not, the Jets have been horrible, and Jet fans still are. You know, go to every game super hardcore, yeah. and Giants fans are just kind of sitting there like, "Yeah, my team sucks." The Jets fans are like, Let, "That's let's true." Go. Yeah, but that's true of any. Well, I mean, you have your teams that have bandwagoners. Like I feel like Dallas has a lot of you know people that know nothing about football that root for them, and you know, <laughs> I feel like certain teams like have the like bandwagon following but i feel like new york teams you new yorkers are loyal to a fault so it's like new york teams are always going to have their fan base like, i mean no matter I, what. I, I listen i love you guys but i know a lot of new york yankee fans who are dallas cowboys fans and i'm like <laughs> how the hell is that possible yeah <laughs> you know like dallas is another one that fan, has but then you pull for a texas team that doesn't make any well sense. dallas has its dirty mitts all over the country they're everywhere well no so i i feel like the like dallas cowboys and the green bay packers are kind of with fans on almost the same level. Everywhere you go, you're going to find Green Packer fans. Everywhere you're going okay, to go, you're going to find Cowboy okay, fans. To be clear, let's not. I'm not comparing the teams. I said the fan base. We're not going to commingle Packer fans and Packer fans <laughs> and Dallas fans. We're just not because Packer fans are just wholesome angels from the Midwest. Okay, and that's final. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Um, yeah. So we're not going to get get to see our football game like we did. I feel like we've been seeing a football live football game every year, huh? At least one or two a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty cool. That was that's a good memory well, well uh, I, was planning, <laughs> I was planning on going to um the giants packers preseason game this year at metlife in a few weeks but uh that's not happening so, yeah. yeah well yeah so we um we obviously we have talked about this we've had i have plans to go out west a couple times for like long weekends um pending you know no national shutdown or anything of that nature um you know we have some travel plans that are in the hopper here i know a lot of our friends friends family getting married in the spring of next year and again at the beginning of this whole thing i was like oh that's not gonna be a problem they're like far enough out but now i'm just like what if it is a problem you know like what if it is an issue like what if we have another you know it's not that far away yeah i don't even know what to say yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know like again like i've been saying like you, we gotta we gotta figure something out we yeah. have to figure out a way to continue to live life and yeah. move on um be, i mean yeah 
I, I, Although I'll keep working from home. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and the courts can stay shut down because I'm tired of that bullshit too. I mean, like, it just, what are we doing? But yeah. We, we got to be better. That's it. We got to be better. We got we to gotta work together. We have to be there for each other. We got to find ways to improve and get better. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and just be creative. And you know what? Like, just move on. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're our only limiting factor. We're, we're holding ourselves back right now because we just can't seem to figure it out. Truth. And I say we, I mean us as a civilization. Yeah. Well, I might I might piss off and offend um, New Zealand right now. So I mean, just maybe maybe certain nations, <laughs> but well, um, you know, like we're, yeah. we're we're trying to figure it out. Like, what we what we have to though. It's not like one well, good time or you know maybe we'll get no. Like, f- be creative. Figure out ways to influence change and yeah. let's figure out a way to solve this thing and move on. You know. Yeah. And, and so what's gonna happen again if, if we have another? Oh shit, we have a COVID twenty now. I was oh well, everyone's gonna shut down. Like obviously that's not the answer because right now like this is not looking good for the world. Yeah. Economically. Well, yeah, in our country economically. Economically, and obviously. But the thing is, is there's no need for an economy if everybody's dying. So yeah, human life over economy always, well, all day. Well, right, obviously. That no, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I know. Yeah, I mean, I the frustration's growing. You know, we we can't go on like this forever. Certainly, because those of us who have somehow escaped the grips of COVID like aren't going to survive if it's not. You know, things don't go back to normal. But anyway, we so yeah, next season we have big plans to have. We have a few guests lined up. They're on totally new and different topic areas. I'm super excited to talk about them next season and we also want to start up start ramping up our travel blog series we want to get into all of the trips that we've been on i know we've only done aruba this past season but you guys don't even know we have so many other travel blogs that we can talk about we have thailand we have peru we have um i have europe and greece julian has another europe one that he could probably do um I can do a little bit in the middle east in there too if you want well I mean, I don't know if a deployment would count as tra- leisurely travel, would it? Um, in the way that I you can did make it? it, I can make it well, leisurely travel. Yeah, you know, I don't I can, know. but well, you know, it's real hot, and um, but yeah. Our other <laughs> the trip that we just scheduled now in place of our Indianapolis trip is a. You tell them. You tell them why? Cuts. I told you no. I told you no one. Why did one. you tell me no? Because we we just went there again last October. Okay, but all right, fine. We're going to Disney. <laughs> Disney. Disney. All right, and, uh, and for those of you that are adult Disney lover haters, like if you just hate adults that like Disney, then I encourage you to not listen to our podcast anymore because we love Disney. Okay, but also like to be clear, when <laughs> so I was twenty five years old when I first went to Disney with this woman right here and uh i i was like oh, i mean this is cool it's a little getaway it's florida it's nice weather do okay I, do I really I, i'm just i'm getting to it do i do i really want to go to disney no because it's for children and but whatever that's, so i was kind of salty about it like why, why are we going here you know so we go there to disney and the second we walk in, you know, I immediately fall in love with the place. But you, okay, that was put very lightly. What do you mean? Okay. So when my family planned that trip and invited you to come along, mm-hmm. you were like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm excited to get away and I could do it. Like you make it sound like you were, like you pretty much were just like, why are we going there? It's for kids. Like, why would we even go there? Well, I didn't know anything about Disney. I'm thinking it's just for children. This yeah, is children. But, yeah, but I told you and like. I feel like yeah, but you have to experience you didn't it. Believe me, right? Yeah. Because like I didn't even like Disney growing up. Disney movies, none of that stuff. Oh my god! Just say, I still I still watch Disney movies. Right. So now now I love Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I love Disney. Yeah. And going to Disney, by the way, like for all you adults, like it's definitely an adult place to go to. A hundred percent. And you know what? Like you, this says it says well, this isn't reality. You're damn that, right. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Actually, you, you, actually, you know what? No, it is reality. It's reality right here. It, this this freaking. 
Toy Story roller coaster yeah. and the Star Wars ride right now is my reality right now. And everyone else, fuck off. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, the, my mental illness manifests in a way that is healed profoundly by going to a fantasy world and escaping reality. Oh, it's wonderful. And I feel like it keeps me sane. Excellent. Yeah. And like, it's funny because the last time we went, we were talking about uh, how, you know, oh, we're not going to go back again until we have children, you know, that are old enough to appreciate it. And we said that last October. <laughs> and now and this October. here we are going back. But you know what? I have worked hard in my career. I've worked, you've worked hard in your career. If it, if we can afford to go on like a quick long weekend at Disney and still go on our other trips and still see places that we've never seen before, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people are like, well, why would you go back there if you haven't seen X, Y, and Z places? Like I'm going to new places also this year which not that it's anybody anybody's business but if i want to go back i can go back you know like just leave me alone in my fantasy world like i just like it it makes me feel happy and you know what and it's 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 reality while you're there yeah so enjoy and just let let it be just let it be yeah so we convinced a couple of friends to come with us my parents are coming with us um <laughs> because they also get joy out of it yeah. at you know 60 years old they love it it's amazing yeah, so that's what we're doing in lieu of our trip to Indianapolis. Justified that by like just replacing the flight and just using the credit from mm-hmm. the tickets to book our, you know, that's how I justified that. But. And, and and once again, the, the world opens up, um, we're going to go on more trips and we're going to be able to talk yes. and vlog on, on more places we've been to. We've been to a lot, um, mm-hmm. you know, between the both of us together and separately. Yeah. And there's a lot we can get into. You know, uh, again, like I was, you know, I lived in Europe for about two and a half years when I was uh, early 20s, um, was in Germany, um, traveled all around. But there's still a lot that I realize now that I didn't get to do, and it's it's crazy too. Uh, believe it or not, you're gonna find this funny. One of my uh, biggest regrets is the fact that um, I'm a huge like history like guy. Like I read these I read these World War II books, and I did some stuff World War II related while I was in Europe. Um, you know, sightseeing oh, and yeah, things but like not that. Enough. But yeah. I didn't do nearly as half of amount of stuff that I would love to go back and do now. Yeah, um, you know. So that's I would like love one, that too. Yeah, no, that's, that's like one of my major regrets. But again, I was like 21 and like 21 to like 23. And, you know, you just, you're trying to party and yeah, everywhere you travel to, you're just trying to make sure you can party this out. You're not really thinking about, oh, I'm going to do some sightseeing here. I'm going to go on a World War II tour. You're not thinking of that at 22 years old, you know? Yeah. But that's my favorite era of history that I would love to. Yeah. So, um, so there's still a lot that we want to do, um, a lot that we want to see, a lot that we want to go to, and we're going to make sure that we, um, we talk about it, that we, you know, we document it as well and make sure that we let you guys know like what we experienced. Um, we did, obviously we talked about Aruba before Aruba, by the way, again, I'm going to say it again. Like if you guys have thoughts about maybe going to the Caribbean, maybe going to Aruba, Aruba is absolutely amazing. You're going to have the time of your life. I guarantee that. So, yeah, that's um, a good spot to go to. I would go back. I, I saw on uh, my Facebook, I saw I had a friend um, in high school that is there now, I believe. And uh, they're just posting pictures. And I'm like, showing Carl, I live this. So it's like, yeah, it's like Aruba. I'm like, yeah, it is Aruba. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We love, we love Aruba. We stand Aruba. We, um, yeah. we are going to new places, so don't fret that. Um, we certainly will do a Disney travel blog. Yeah. You think we're experienced? See, the funny thing is, is you, you can find Instagram accounts that are totally dedicated to Disney and it's people that go like weekly that are like in Florida and they go constantly. Yeah. But okay. But then that sounds like we go once, like we go once a year at the most. That's almost more authentic and like organic than somebody uh, goes. Yeah. But they all, month. there's also something to be said about what a person like that knows about. But regardless, we, okay. we'll do a Disney travel blog and we'll talk about all the stuff that we know and that we like and that we, you know, mm-hmm. as New Jerseyans, what we like. That could be like your father and his friends talking about like Gettysburg. 
you know, <laughs> which by the way is amazing. I, okay. I, I went there once with them. I had an excellent this time. This is where I draw the line on travel blogs. We will not be doing travel blogs to battlefields because <laughs> I feel like I should just spare our audience that pain. Listen, I'm all about the battlefields. I'm all about history. But yeah, so we're going to have, we're going to see a big comeback of our travel blog series next season. Um, we want to talk more about uh, family stuff, mental health. Um, always talking about small business, always talking about wellness, always talking about, uh, relationships, things like that. So, um, we want to bring back episodes on those things, um, guests surrounding those things. Um, if you know anybody in those areas, or if you know anybody that has an interesting story, something like that, please tell them to reach out to us, WJT podcast on Instagram, WJT podcast at gmail.com and, uh, tell them to let us know. But yeah, that's, that's what we've got in store for next season. Yeah, no, and I, I just wanted to say too, I, I usually, I normally never talk about it either, um, but obviously I, I did mention many times I am a veteran, um, did serve six and a half years in the United States Army, and I do plan on, um, I've already reached out to a few other vets, and I want to, we're going to set up something with them, yeah. uh, one or two, and uh, we're just going to talk about, you know, their experience and uh, what they went through and kind of like, you know, what has led to their success and to where they are today so yeah uh looking forward to a lot season two is going to be uh again really impactful and really epic as well so again uh get ready get excited uh season two is on the way it's gonna kick ass yeah we i think we're launching season two we're gonna stick stick to mondays and i'm hoping that some of you some of you that have been going back to work or you know back to a physical presence at work whether it be you know at an office wherever it is that you go for, apart from your home we hope that we can provide you some entertainment on your drive to work that was the original thought when we launched on mondays because a large percentage of our audience probably listens in their car on the commute but obviously a lot of us haven't been going to work which is great i mean i fully support that and i've my office has been slowly kind of integrating you know in office days and things like that might work for some people doesn't really be you know hasn't really been showing uh you know fruitfulness for me personally because you know i tend to work better when i'm at home but you know when courts open up that might be a different story but i know i listen to podcasts on the way to work and on the way home from work so i'm hoping that we can provide you with some entertainment especially those travel vlogs those will be good because we have a lot of like little stories and stuff that go with our travel yep absolutely yeah I, we, we're super pumped for season two we wanted to wrap up season one and kind of just chat with you guys about where we're at um where our head's at so again wjt podcast on instagram wjt podcast at gmail.com let us know what you want to hear let us know if you know of any guests that might want to appear on our show we're open to talk to whomever wherever they come from we love a good story we love a good advice column we love a good experience so feel free to reach out to us on either instagram or on gmail that's right and everybody again thank you so much for tuning in we're looking forward to seeing you next season and we're just talking Hosted on dimlywit.com.